It's now time for Mike Adams 2.0 on ESPN Radio 1017 The Team. Mike will get you into the ring with the latest boxing and MMA info, the Lobos, and much more. Now, here's Mike Adams 2.0. Presented by El Mesquite Market, bringing cultures together. Morning sports fans, Mike Adams 2.0, ESPN Radio 101.7 The Team. And in the bottom of this hour, Ronnie Winklevoss is going to be my guest. Great guy, right? Excited to talk to him. Ronnie Winklevoss in the bottom of hour number one. Caesars Entertainment intern. Unbelievable sports knowledge. We'll be talking to him shortly. So how do I start the show today? I come in. I'm in studio and I say, look who I see. It's Sam Hauser. Yes, the Sam Hauser from the afternoon show. Him and Joe O'Neill do an incredible job. Sam, welcome back. I'm always here for you, Mike. You know that. You know what? I'm appreciative. I don't know where to go, but I'm going to start here at Wimbledon. Okay. And I haven't taken my eyes off it. And Jokovic, who's my favorite tennis player of all time, people say, Mike, is it Nadal? Is it Sampras? Is it Lendl? And I said, no, it's Jokovic. He's the greatest tennis player of all time, and we're watching greatness. Now, things happened today. A big announcement happened. Yes. And Jokovic won. So now the finals are set. They are. And yeah, it it's th- there's plenty of drama there for all the people that, that aren't watching. Because all I keep seeing is that all the numbers are, are down. Attendance is down. But they're missing a, a, a level of Wimbledon that we don't normally get to see. Because, I mean, it's there, there's a lot more going on than just tennis. Yeah, there's a lot of storylines. And here's the other thing on my bucket list. And I don't have a bucket list, but that's what people refer to it as. Mm -hmm. Because I don't know where I want to go, and I don't know what I want to see. But that's one thing that if I was ever there, I'd like to go every day to every session. Oh, sure. How cool would that be? Why wouldn't you? Center court? Wimbledon? Little T? Get one of those Wimbledon Rolexes to wear out My there and show goodness, off. Goodness, I'd have to borrow yours. Okay, but I would return it 14 days later. Thank you. Absolutely. We'll work on that. Sam Hauser's my guest. Let's get to the NBA and something called free agency, right? I love it. And I don't know how many checks can be written, and not just that. Okay, I understand this game of basketball, kind of. I don't understand it the way Dr. Naismith understood it. Maybe I don't understand it. Maybe like John Wooden understood it or Bobby Knight, but I understand it the way Mike Adams understands it. And when Jokic becomes the highest-played player in the NBA, he deserves $54 million a year. Don't get me wrong. But he's not the highest-paid player per se and the best player, although he's the MVP, right? He is multi-time MVP. Two-time. Yeah. That's more than one time for those of you keeping score at home. So two times one is two. $54 million. Steph wins his fourth ring. Steph is the MVP of the finals. How much is Steph Curry should be getting paid right now? As much as humanly possible. And you could say that for a lot of these guys, for Jokic, for Curry, all the guys that are the face of the league, they're all they're all underpaid. Interesting. Underpaid. So let's take let's take a look at this. So you have Westbrook making $47 million per year. John Wall. He's not, he's not underpaid. 40-some a year, He's right? not underpaid. 
So I start to think to myself, I said, self, do I have any eligibility left? Do I go back like 10 months? Nobody sees me, right? Like nobody will know where I'm at. And all I do is play hoop 20 hours a day and hopefully it comes back to me. Muscle memory, right? And then I go and find the best nutritionists and nobody knows where I'm at. I'm in a mountain somewhere. And then I pop up. I would just be happy making 300 grand. Call Adam Sandler to train you and get you ready for the <laughs> for all the workouts. <laughs> Sam Hauser, part-time comedian, great radio host. Nice joke. That's con- a great movie. Great movie. Let's continue. NFL, Baker Mayfield decides to go to the Carolina Panthers and pay Cleveland to get out, basically. Now, let's think about something. Let's look at Baker's journey, right? Baker was at Texas Tech. There was a guy named Pat Mahomes there. I, you know, what, what do you do? I mean, you're the head coach. Do you take Baker or Pat? Those are two great choices at the time. Packs his bags, go to Oklahoma, and does incredible things at Oklahoma. Goes to Cleveland where I thought he did a good job. This is just me. I'm not a Cleveland Browns fan. I can't speak from the heart the way a Browns fan would, but I can speak from what I see. Got him to the playoffs. And won a playoff game. And convincingly so just pounded Pittsburgh. But now he has to pay to get out? Yeah, that that whole that whole situation was just so poorly mismanaged. But that's what you get with with Cleveland historically, and especially right now. Like they they did him so dirty because he he stays out there and plays with a shoulder that is basically you know one hit away from snapping in half, and he plays the entire season. He guts it out, and the reward for that is your NFL career might be ruined. Yes. And and I don't like to use the word ruined because I think he has a comeback story. Now here's and hopefully so. Here's the hard part for me, Sam, because you follow football so closely. In Cleveland, he had a great offensive line. Stay with me. Now he's go to he's going to go to Carolina, where Sam Darnold was probably sacked more than any other quarterback. I don't have that figure in front of me, so I'm going to say closest to because I don't like to speak figuratively or non figuratively or not giving you the proper figures. And no, I've never figure skated, but figure this. The guy is going to get sacked a lot. A lot. And you know, 21 Savage had a song called A Lot. How many times are you going to get sacked? A lot. Right? That's not good for... He had to pay to get out of Cleveland. Listen. And then I got to go get sacked. I hope he turns that program around. And for those of you 21 Savage fans singing that song, a lot. How many? A lot. How many times have I got sacked? A lot. I, I'd hate for him to have to sing that verse. Yeah, I'm I'm 100% with you on that one. Hopefully hopefully not. I think there's going to be opportunities in that division. It's it's as wide open top to bottom a division as, as it could get. Like I know Brady's coming back to Tampa, but that team is not going to, to be the same. They're trending in the wrong direction from the Super Bowl. A couple of years ago, Atlanta's starting over. New Orleans is kind of still in this in this purgatory, and and Carolina is too. Like I'm not predicting a division championship by any means, but he's going to have more opportunities there than he would have if he stayed in Cleveland. Because obviously, the AFC North is very very good. Well, he was loaded offensively, right? You think of OBJ, Jarvis Landry, Chubb in the backfield. Um, they were they they had the the, the talent. Oh yeah, Chubb and Kareem Hunt. He he had one of the best backfields in the league. Give him another shot at it. And now we'll have Christian McCaffrey. And no offensive line. And no offensive line. Let's move on. 
The TBT is almost here. It is coming. I was listening to you guys earlier in the week. There's excitement. You know, people still root for their college. Mm -hmm. Whatever college you went to. I went to the University of New Mexico. My kids, New Mexico State University. And how ironic that they're playing each other. And I don't know who to root for. Now, you may say, Mike, you went to UNM. And I'd be rooting. Luke Longley's not on the TBT team. Rob Robbins, I don't know. Is he on the TBT team? He is not. Rob, a great shooter. Shout out Rob Robbins. Could be. The Duke. All right? But this TBT team, it brings excitement. Like, I'm excited to watch the Aggies play the Lobos. And I think that's the idea. You just enjoy the fact that there's basketball in the pit in July. Like, yeah, it's it's cool that they set it up to where they're going to play each other and the fact that uh, NMSU put together a team for this year and they're they're going to play the Lobos, but there's just excitement because it's it's good basketball. Like I understand the Lobos side of it for sure. They did that exhibition game last year before the tournament and it just it, it got all the feels, all the nostalgia because that's a lot of the a lot of the fan base is ones that that watch those guys play when they were Lobos and now you get to to see them again. So there's that factor, but you have so many guys that played in the NBA. You got uh, coaches for these teams that played in the NBA, guys on the teams that played high-level basketball. It's just going to be really good basketball, and you get the nostalgia factor of seeing J.R. Giddens, and you know, even for somebody who's closer to my age range, Anthony Mathis, who was here a couple of years ago, so it checks all the boxes across the board. I, yeah, July 18th through the 21st, get your tickets, because it's going to be fun. Well said. Make sure you check all your boxes including your mailbox, even though sometimes you don't want to open it because you know there's bills in it. Now let's continue. Is Pascal Siakam allowed to play in the TBT for New Mexico State? I need to know this before I go to the game. I, I can't imagine. I feel like that would be a little <laughs> bit unfair. Uh, I, I, I can't say that I have scoured the rule books to see if it's illegal or not. <laughs> because uh, although if it wasn't, if there was any way to do it, I'm sure they would have tried. Well, the Raptors might have had something to say about that anyway. So, you know, fortunately, it's probably best for everybody that he stays out of it. But there's going to be guys that that played for the team in the last couple of years. There's going to be a lot of uh, a lot of great uh, a lot of great former Aggies that are playing on the roster anyway. But yeah, that would be a that would be great for the Panamaniacs and feel pretty good about their their betting odds if there are such a thing. Now, do we know if Kenny Thomas is going to be player coach? I need to know that. I don't think so. I think he's uh, I, I think he's pretty comfortable. Uh, in his position, just just leading these guys as he did last year, it was it was really interesting. Like people look at at this and think, you know, oh, it's just this, you know, kind of like pickup basketball tournament. It's it's not really anything real. I mean, yeah, even besides the million dollars, but like you talk to to Kenny Thomas and and Jr. Giddens, these guys they're, they're still hurting from that loss last year. Like this is this is real for them, and so Kenny is ready to 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 be the head coach and get these guys going and and try to win a game. Here's my thoughts, though. Sam Hauser's my guest, ESPN Radio. 101.7, the team show, Mike Adams 2.0. Instagram, Mike Adams 2.0. If Kenny played, I still think he'd get us 14 boards. See, I need to know who's playing and who's not. I don't. I can't be surprised at halftime and he comes out in a jersey because then I think the Lobos have an upper hand at that point. You see? But you never know with the TBT, and that's the fun thing about it. Now, let's stay on... The topic, right? Mm -hmm. J.R. Giddens, picked by the Boston Celtics in the NBA draft, then traded to the Knicks. And in the McDonald's High School basketball dunk contest, it was him against a guy named King James. 
Yes, the King James. Yes, LeBron James. Yes, the greatest player to ever touch a ball, LeBron James. If you get J.R. Giddens on your show, ask him about that dunk contest. Oh, well, yeah, we 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 had him on uh, last year before the tournament. We talked about the dunk contest. I don't remember if if LeBron's name came up, but uh, definitely next time I see him, think about that class, right? Think about that NBA draft: LeBron, Melo, D Wade. I mean, come on, Bosch? and Jr. Bosch. I mean, we have to have the edge there, but but for Lobo Aggie history, right? Because you know, I. I have to root for both teams. Now, I went to the football game, and I got to tell you what I did, Sam. Okay. I wore a red polo shirt for the quarter one and two. Then no one could find me. They thought I went somewhere, and I came back. With some burgundy? Yes. In the third and fourth. Then, with two minutes to go, I waited to see if there was an edge in the score, right? Because I still had my other polo in the back pocket. And it was Lobos. And that way, whoever won, I knew walking out of the arena, I was going to feel good. Isn't that nice? Yeah, you and Brandon, you and uh, Brandon Mason have the same setup. <laughs> he gets a win. No, he he gets he gets two, a win he no gets two what, wins right? potentially, but he gets one win no matter what. Right? Sam Hauser's my guest. Let's continue. Now, I have to ask you this question: Major League Baseball, right? And I continuously watch it. And I'm wondering, you know, you look at the Yankees. Mm-hmm. Incredible, right? Like Historic. How come they weren't doing this two years ago? I don't know. I asked a Yankee fan, I said, who stopped being a Yankee fan for like two years, and now all of a sudden he's wearing his Mickey Mantle jersey. He has the hat that still has dirt on it, right? Oh, this was the hat I wore when we played catch and back in New York. And I said, well, two years ago, you, you I couldn't see a Yankee hat on you. What is it about the Yankees? They're just, they're the Yankees. I what, guess what, that's well said. They're, they're the Yankees. They're always going to be, they're always going to be there. I, I mean, there, there's a lot of people rooting for them now because it's just a historic season. I mean, they might win 120, 125 games. I mean, there's people who aren't Yankee fans that are watching this just because it's something that we don't get to see very often, but... As far as as Yankee fans, I've I've never tried to understand the 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 thought process of of when you go, when you stay, when you when you come back, like like your example. But no, it, I mean even j- just as a as a baseball fan, it's 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 a thrill to watch when you see a team dominate that way. Like they're just pounding yes. everybody. Yes. It's not just that they're winning, they're obliterating these teams. Like the 27 Yankees, right? Not that I'm a Yankees historian. Like I root for the Dodgers and the, and I tell everybody I do and I I've never it's been a good a time Yankee. for that. I've never been to Yankee Stadium. Right? But when Yankee fans stops wearing their Yankee hat, I wonder. It's open season. Right? And then and then they deny it. They're like, "No, nah, I never took my hat off." Like, "Well, you did." No, I didn't. Okay. No, and then I say, because we're, we're in the moment. Yeah, so yeah. We're in the same. Right? I say, no, you did. And they say, prove it. And I say, I don't need to. And that was the conversation. Let's continue, Sam. Now, Thor just came out. I know you're a big movie fan. Is this one of those must-sees? Like, do you mark it on your calendar? Like, hey, Thor starts on this day. Or are you one of those guys that says, it's Thor? 
I'm going to get there when I get there because I'm researching a lot of things. I got the five for five. Yeah, more towards that side. I'll, I'll get to it. But that's more of just a general movie situation. I'm not a big I, I, I'm just I'm not a big movie theater goer. It's a it's a commitment. Like you said, I got top five at five to work on. I got to shut off for a couple of days on the weekend, sit in my chair and just do nothing. But I am going to get to it. Like I, I keep seeing the. I keep seeing the trailers for it, and I go back and forth. It seems a little, little kitschy at times, but it it seems, but it also like it, I I feel like it could be pretty cool. Like I'll go see it eventually. Now, I want to switch gears. Sam Hauser's my guest, ESPN Radio. You listen to him and Joe O'Neill. They do a phenomenal job in the afternoons. And I got to ask you this. So let's think about something. I talked about Wimbledon. I don't have a bucket list, but for lack of better words, I'm going to say it's on the bucket list. And no matter what would happen, I'd always want to go to Wimbledon. So let's switch gears to golf now. Okay. The live tournament seems to be getting bigger and bigger as far as name recognition. The best of the best are starting to play on the live tour, right? They are. So let's just say they get 20 more people. I'm not talking hypothetically. This could possibly happen. Does the master still remain the masters? Stay with me. Wimbledon, it doesn't matter if they started another tennis league. Wimbledon's Wimbledon. Mm-hmm. Right? The Masters is the one I watch. I, I know the Open's going to happen. And, okay, it's not the Masters. Do you understand what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Like, the Masters. Wimbledon. Mm-hmm. So if the Lyft tournament gets so big, what if they create their own? They couldn't name it the Masters. But they could create something of that magnitude. Yeah, and I don't think we're that far off from them starting up some what what they would consider major tournaments. So my question to you becomes, right? Because Wimbledon is Wimbledon. Mm-hmm. See how I say that? It's almost like Wimbledon. You have to say it like And then I'm like, the Masters. Mm-hmm. Like Jim Nance when he says, we're at the Masters. And it's almost like the golf whisper. We're here at the Masters. Like they would still have to play the Masters? See where I'm going with this? Like, if they start this tournament, this live tournament, and they make a grand tournament, like, don't you as a golfer still have to play the Masters? Oh, absolutely. I mean, as long as you're still allowed, which I don't... Like, the Masters (laughs) is separate from the PGA Tour. The Masters can decide who gets to play and who doesn't. But, yeah, just... That's the only one that I think... Like, the PGA Tour is really, you know, going heavy on the the history and the culture and all the things that they've presented over the years. But I think the Masters is about the only one that would really survive more than any other major, more than any other tournament. Yeah, the Masters is always going to be the Masters because of how it's branded. It is. It's, you know, you, you drive up Magnolia Lane and you go to Butler Cabin and you have your pimento sandwich. Like the Masters is always going to be the Masters no matter what Liv does. You know, well said. Sam, that brought me to like, I've, that, that's on my bucket list, right? The not Masters? To, not to play it, but just to go walk the oh, 18 holes. It has to be because right? it's such a, because it's not just like you can just one day, one year decide I'm going to go and buy a ticket. Like you have to, you have to get picked to go. Of course it's a bucket. It's a bucket list for any sports fan. Just because of that, you just, you have to win a lottery. That's true. And I think the last lottery I won, well, take that back. I've never won at the lottery. I've never played the lottery. I've been eligible to play the lottery for about 12 years now. Never played it. You know what? You've inspired me to get a lotto ticket. 
Do and, it. And if I win, you win, Sam Hauser. We all win on Mike Adams 2.0. <laughs> Let's continue. Now, I say this every time I talk to you, but sports in general, right, has grown. And yet we find out Wimbledon's, you know, viewership is a little bit down, which is mind-boggling. Major League Baseball, not everybody's running out to watch it on TV, even though you can get it on Apple, a doubleheader to, on Friday night. Right. Do you see attendance coming down in other majors, or do you think we're going to see, you know, football, I don't think will ever come down. I, I don't know what it is about football, but it's there. But we have the World Cup coming up. Do you see viewership up or down during the World Cup? Hard to say. Yeah, it is. I'd have to look at where it was the last time, but probably, I, I, I would like to think that it would be either about the same or maybe even up a little bit because there is a lot, there's reason to to feel good about, about this year's U.S. men's national team as opposed to in the past. Like, they didn't make it before and now they have a, you know, there's a lot of people that are really excited and, and feel good about this team. I mean, I think, there, I think people will watch it, but ultimately, yeah, it's it, the the World Cup is not in a place to be immune from that. Like like all these other ones that you're talking about, if if Wimbledon's going to go down, there's no reason to think the World Cup wouldn't. Mike Adams 2.0, go to the Instagram. Ironically, it's at Mike Adams 2.0. We're on ESPN Radio 101.7. The team. I want to leave you with this, Sam, because I always enjoy our discussions. And last week, and I need to ask Sal. I need to check in with Sal before I leave. I was hoping for a good debate, right? Like, I always wanted to be on the debate team. And for some reason, I wasn't. And now, you know you know how in retrospect, we'll use that word. Oh, man, I should have done that. Now, I don't, I've lived the greatest life. But I should have been on the debate. I'm not a woulda, coulda, shoulda. But I want to start a debate team. And I don't know, you know, your debating skills. I know your, your knowledge. But I want to ask you this. How is it that Ronaldo can say, hey, I want to play for this team. Stay with me. Okay. KD can say, you know what? I'm only interested in the Suns and the Heat. I mean, when did it get to this? Like, who doesn't want to play in Portland, right? Who doesn't want to play in Utah? No, I'm just going to, you know, the only interest I'm taking is Phoenix and Miami. Come on. I don't think there, there's anything wrong with it. I look at it from the standpoint of, no matter how rich you are, no matter how much you have or don't have, like there's something to be said about feeling good about where you live on top of whatever it is that you do. Yeah, Kevin Durant could live anywhere in the country and, and be a happy, rich, successful guy, have the biggest, best, nicest house. But I think there's something to be said about, you know, you like where you live because you have to, I mean, yeah, you go to work, but for most of the other parts of the day, you got to be there and those guys live different lives than we do but i still think there's something there's something to that like you want to like where you live like you want to like this is where i live this is my home this is my city those guys don't think it's not that mindset for those guys it's all about just power and i want to go where i want to go and it's a little bit more i guess maybe frivolous than that but I, I don't I, I don't have any problem with I want to go somewhere else. Good point. I want to end with this, Sam Hauser. I want to go five for five, one word answers. Okay. Okay, I'm just gonna give you two two choices. You gotta give me one word. Okay? You got it. 
So this is the five for five in no particular order, and I can never take five for five. But, you know, that's 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 kind of like um, Sammy Hagar said he couldn't drive 55. He didn't say five, four, five. So we'll just say five questions. Is that fair? Let's go. All right. Skittles or Starburst? Starburst. Interesting answer. I'd go Skittles. Not that we're debating. Let's go to the next one. Godzilla or King Kong? Kong. And I'd go Godzilla. And I'll tell you why. Because he spits fire. I don't know any, real quick, just so I can stay on this for one second. Please. I don't know anybody in a fight, right? You're fighting. Like, who can lose if somebody blows hot fire on you? I'm going Godzilla. All right? Yankees Dodgers. Ooh. Dodgers. That's We agree on something, Sam. See, we couldn't debate that. Good answer. Not just because we agree. All right. Cornflakes or Cheerios? We just talking plain Cheerios? Yeah, no, th- don't add any honey. Okay. And and don't add anything to the cornflakes, okay? Cheerios. I go cornflakes. Right now we're four questions in and agree on one. That's good. We're going to end on five, Sam. Hit me. At bigger popular sport. Soccer, football worldwide. Oh, worldwide, it's soccer. I'm going to say football. That was our five out of five questions with Sam Hauser. Sam, it's always a pleasure to have you in, man. Any, you know, anytime, Mike. I always enjoy it as well. And keep up the great work. I mean it. I've been listening in the afternoons. I think it's getting better and better and better. I enjoy it. Like, I want to turn it on. And for whatever reason, I turn it on right around 445. Because it's almost 5 o'clock. That's right. All right, Sam Hauser, take care of yourself. You're listening to Mike Adams, Mike Adams 2.0 ESPN Radio 101.7, the team. Let's get back to Mike Adams 2.0 on ESPN Radio 101.7, the team. Presented by El Mesquite Market, bringing cultures together. Welcome back, Mike Adams 2.0 ESPN Radio 101.7, the team. And the guest list just keeps getting more incredible as we speak. In the weeks to come, Wait till you see who's coming on the show. Shout out Alexander Volkanowski last week. Incredible win. Friend of the show's been on many times and exciting to see him victorious. Let's get to our next guest. And this next guest right now is an intern for Caesars Entertainment. Going to graduate college in 2023. Ronnie Winklevoss, welcome to the show, sir. Hey, how you doing? Doing good, Ronnie. Now... Your name sounds familiar. It, it sounds very familiar. Uh, yes, I think you're referring to the uh, Facebook twins. Ah, any relation? Uh, my grandfather told me a few years ago that he is cousins with their father. <clears throat> wow. I didn't do any uh, digging myself to see if that's uh, true or not, but I'm going to take his word for it, and I, uh, I believe that they are my second cousins. Ronnie Winklevoss is my guest, Caesars Entertainment's intern. You're going to graduate 2023 from Penn State University. What's it been like in hospitality for you and your journey, and how'd you end up at Caesars coming from Pennsylvania? Uh, it's really funny. So I guess I'll start with my hospitality journey. My first, uh, One of my first jobs was in high school, and I was flipping burgers at this place called Buddies in Media. 
um, from I'm originally from Delaware County, Pennsylvania, and one of the towns we have is Media, Pennsylvania, and that's where I'm from originally. So that was my first ever job for hospitality, and then when I got into college, I realized that I could major in hospitality. And my first ever front desk job was at Massage Envy. I was responsible for selling uh, memberships to the spa. And then when I got to Penn State main campus, I joined the Penn State Casino Club. And it turns out that we go to Las Vegas every year. And I was the only one in the club that um, didn't want to go the casino route and wanted to go the event planning route. And a family friend of mine, he works for Caesars. His name is Michael Massari. He's the chief sales officer. And I had the honor of having brunch with him one day. And we had about an hour talk, and he gave me a bigger picture of how hospitality goes out here. So after the brunch, he gave me a tour of the Caesars Forum. And after the tour, I said, I would love to intern with you for the summer. And now I'm here in Las Vegas. Ronnie Winklevoss is my guest, Caesars Entertainment intern. What a cool story. What a cool journey, right? And I have to say this, Ronnie. My daughter went to hospitality school at New Mexico State University, and that year they won. I know there's a there's like a convention every single year in New Mexico State actually won best hospitality school, and she was president of the year. That's just a proud, a proud dad talking, Ronnie Winklevoss. That's awesome. Now, let's go to from Pennsylvania from where you're from. To the bright yeah. lights and the glitz of Las Vegas, Nevada. What <laughs> did it change immediately for you when you drove down Las Vegas Boulevard? Oh, absolutely. Where I'm from is uh, Delaware County, Pennsylvania. Uh, mostly everyone knows everyone. I know uh, kids from pretty much all the high schools that were uh, close to my area. Um, I met a lot of my best friends in college, and they are also from Delaware County. At my Penn State uh, house, I lived with eight other guys, and all of us were from Delaware County besides our one roommate. So um, going from Delaware County, where it's like a tight-knit place, a nice little uh, blue-collar uh, powerhouse, and going out to Las Vegas, where the bright lights are, it's definitely been a crazy transition for me. Let me ask you this. UFC, I heard you're a big fan. And what was it like for you? Were you at... Um, International Fight Week UFC this week? I didn't get a chance to go to the um, actual fights. I was at UFC X, which is really cool. My first ever time going to a UFC event was the Covington and Masvidal uh, pay-per-view. Yeah, great show, great night. Who is your favorite fighter? I got to go Dustin the Diamond Poirier. Yeah, Dustin. Yeah, Dustin Poirier, incredible now. I don't know how familiar you are with Albuquerque, but I can tell you this. When it comes to mixed martial arts, let me just give you a few names of guys who've been in Albuquerque, New Mexico. Diego Sanchez. Does that name ring a bell to you? Uh, just a true vet of the game and hell of a scrapper. Back Car- in the, the natural born killer, Carlos Condit. Yeah, beast. Almost, uh, almost got it done against GSA. Wobbled him in the later rounds. Um, Crazy to think what would happen if he actually finished GSP. Yeah, and and friend of the show has been on many times. How about Holly Holm when she knocked out Ronda Rousey? She's from Albuquerque, New Mexico. She shook up the world by doing it. That uh, high kick was crazy to watch. Was that the best? Um, was that the best fight you had ever seen? Let me ask that. I asked that question for a reason. 
What's the best fight I've ever seen? What's the best fight you ever seen? Was it home Rousey on TV? Uh, imagine what took place that night. What what captures that moment for you? What's the best fight you've ever seen? Uh, I gotta go, Dustin Poirier, Dan Hooker, during the pandemic. That that fight was just so back and forth. Um, Dustin showed the true heart of the champion and came back. I thought he lost the first two rounds, and then he put it on Dan for the rest of the fight. Ronnie Winklevoss is my guest. We're on ESPN Radio 101.7, the team. Now, let me continue with people who've come from Albuquerque. Now, those are my Albuquerque guys. Now, John Jones was here for a long time. You, you know that name, John Jones? Yeah, I do. Long time here. Greatest fighter ever in the history of the sport, MMA? Absolutely. Also trained out of here, Rashad Evans. Remember Rashad? I know. Yeah, Rashad, Rashad Evans, another great. Keith Jardine, the Dean Amin from here? Yep. So it kind of tells you the amount of talent that was out here in Albuquerque, New Mexico, Ronnie Winklevoss. Oh, absolutely. So much talent. So let me ask you this. When it comes to sports, I mean, think about where you're from, right? Do you root for the Eagles or do you root for the Steelers? Uh, Bird, Bird Gang, always. And what's going on in Philadelphia? Outside of Ron Jaworski, right, and Nick Foles and Carson Wentz, don't the Eagles deserve more Super Bowls? Yeah, we had a lot of great talent. T.O., Donovan McNabb. Um, and then Chip Kelly came in and pretty much uh, shook up the entire franchise. We had Sean Jackson, Jeremy Macklin, uh list goes on. We had Michael Vick for a little bit, LaShawn McCoy. Um that when they're in the prime too, and we pretty much we pretty much took up the franchise because of Chip Kelly. Uh, definitely stinks. But when I was a senior in high school, uh, winning the Super Bowl, I have to say that senior year was my favorite year of high school. It's pretty incredible. Watching Bull, yeah, watching Nick Foles just having the odds uh, stack against him, and him coming up and performing in that kind of way was just—it's honestly, I I still don't believe that it happened. Ronnie Winklevoss is my guest. Now, I have to ask you this, being from that area, right? I'm going to guess you root for the Sixers and the Phillies and the Flyers. Absolutely. So what is it? I'm not. I honestly don't follow baseball and hockey that much. Um, baseball, I love going to Citizens Bank Park. Uh, I've always went as a little kid, but I just really did not gravitate towards baseball. And hockey, we don't really have too much to cheer for right now. But, yeah, football and basketball, I do everything I can to not miss a game. So let me ask you this, you know, Philadelphia, right? Home of the cheesesteak, home of one of the yeah. greatest heavyweight champions ever in Joe Frazier. But when yeah. it comes to Philadelphia sports, and you tell me if I'm wrong, Ronnie Winklevoss, how is Rocky Balboa more popular than the Eagles and the Sixers and the fans deserve more championships, Ronnie Winklevoss? And I'm not even from there. Oh, man. Uh, yeah, Rocky was, I have to say, my first love with combat sports was Rocky, even though he's a fictional character. But that's just a classic movie that everyone ran with. Um, we stole the statue up. Uh, it's not on top of the stairs anymore, but the statue is still there. That is a crazy thing to think about. Um, we definitely should have more championships. Um, a lot of our front office uh, moves definitely make me scratch my head sometimes. But James Harden just took a pay back, or pay cut as we speak uh, not too long ago, so hopefully that brings in someone else to help us win a championship. Um, I'll give Doc Rivers another year. Everyone that wanted James Harden out after 
not even a full season. I still scratch my head at those comments. Um, and Joel Embiid is the best big in the league, and we should be able to build around him and win a championship. Ronnie Winklevoss is my guest, intern Caesars Entertainment, originally from Pennsylvania. Now, if I go there, I got to ask you this question. Do I go to Geno's or Pat's? I mean, I need to you know to, if I go to Geno's or Pat's. You go to neither. Um, do not go to Geno's or Pat's. I will go to Jondra's Pork, D'Alessandro's, or Angelo's. But if you're willing to go to Angelo's and wait uh, three blocks long in a line, then that's that's the best place to go. But if you want a nice place, that would take about 45 minutes max, and I would recommend John's Rose Pork. Ronnie Winklevoss is my guest, ESPN Radio, 101.7 The Team, talking a little sports, talking a little mixed martial arts, and talking about Philadelphia's Eagles and Philadelphia's 76ers. Who is more popular right now? Is it Dr. J or Allen Iverson? When it comes to Philadelphia's 76ers, do more people wear a Dr. J jersey or an Allen Iverson jersey? If you go to if you go to a game at Wells Fargo Center, you're definitely going to see that classic uh, Allen Iverson black jersey, the throwback jersey. I want them to bring it back as soon as possible. I, in my opinion, you'll see more Allen Iverson, but there is those you know Dr. J jerseys in the mix. So um, but I would say it's about fifty fifty. Now the question becomes, you're in Las Vegas now, you're interning, but it looks like there could be some great potential and upside for you in Las Vegas. Does the Eagle fan become Raider fan? Absolutely not. I'm very gang I die. <laughs> Ronnie Winklevoss is my guest. You know what's funny? Everybody I talk to from Philadelphia, if they love the Eagles, they love the Eagles. You ain't changing their mind, right? Um, definitely not. Now, let's go back to mixed martial arts. Where do you see that next star? And let me let me explain this to you. So you go way back, right? It was Hoist Gracie. And then it was Chuck yeah. and Tito and, and Randy. And then from there, it was GSP and Anderson. And now Bones. And then Connor took over the entire scene. Who's that next superstar in mixed martial arts? You got to think. Like, the you know, martial arts itself has just evolved. Uh, some so much over the year, uh, the years. Um, I'm going to give a little Philadelphia shout-out to, to Sean Brady, the number nine ranked welterweight in the world. He's about to fight Bilal Muhammad. I do think he has a lot of potential to be champion in welterweight and take that throw from Kamaru Usman. And I want to shout-out my coach at home, Bill Algio. He has a fight next week against Gilbert Burns. Huh? He has a lot of potential in the featherweight division, and I think he's going to fight on the show next week. Ronnie Winklevoss is my guest. Now, when you graduate next year, what's the plan? Uh, hopefully full-time with Caesars Entertainment. Um, I definitely want to be in the Las Vegas area, and it just wouldn't feel right applying anywhere else on the Strip. I got to tell you this. out of I've been to Vegas many a times. I can't tell you how many times I've visited that city, and there's just something about Caesars Palace. I mean, you know, they can build all the new ones they'd like, but what is it about Caesars Palace, Ronnie Winklevoss? You know, kind of like you said, like, when when you think of Las Vegas, you think of Caesars Palace. Um, it honestly is, like, the best company to work for. Everyone has been so welcoming ever since I got there. Even to the other interns, we talk about it uh, all the time in office and even after hours. Like, everyone is just so welcoming. They're always willing to – they always want us to grow as employees. They always want us to learn something new. So I love that about the company. 
Um, they have a great balance of caring for their employees. They don't just see us as numbers in, in HR. They see us as human beings, which is a very important part of the company. Um, I love my time out here, and I love working for CDJ Entertainment. What type of music do you listen to, Ronnie Winklevoss? I'm doing my top 100 bands of all time. What's in Ronnie Winklevoss's iPod? I am a huge fan of the Red Hot Chili Peppers. So am I. Yeah, the first time I saw him in concert, I think I was seven or eight years old. <laughs> and then my junior year of high school, um, I saw him again. Incredible. What else is in the iPod? You got the peppers in there. What else? When I'm lifting I or uh, hitting pads or something, I will listen to Molly Crow. Interesting. That's some old school uh, rock and roll, right? Great band. Yeah. And 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 give me two more, just two more. Motley Crue, the Peppers, and who else? Um, I like YBN Cordae a lot, and some classic Jay Z. Yeah, Jay Z, incredible. You know, he made the Yankee hat more famous than a Yankee can. Do you believe that, Ronnie Winklevoss? <laughs> I I do believe that actually. He's always wearing one when you see him courtside <laughs> at uh, basketball games. Ronnie Winklevoss is my guest, Caesar's Entertainment intern, and overall sports knowledge i'm impressed today now what's that one show on the strip that you say i have to see before i go back to school is it bruno mars is it cirque du soleil what's the one show for ronnie winklevoss before he leaves las vegas that he cannot miss well no it's funny so i turned 23 on august Fifth, and the Red Hot Chili Peppers will be here August sixth. Incredible stadium! I'm thinking about going there, but I would like to see the Beatles Museum. I'm also a huge Beatles fan. Um, yeah, definitely the Chili Peppers. I want to see the Beatles Museum, and that's about it. I, I only have about a month and nine days out here for the rest of the summer, so I'm going to make the best of it. You know what else you need to do is go to the NBA Summer League, check out the Sixers. I believe that's next week. Yeah, uh, definitely. I was going to check uh, when the schedule was for their games and stuff. If I have time to go for a game, I absolutely will. Ronnie Winklevoss, I want to wish you the best of luck. I appreciate your time today, and what an incredible journey that's just begun. Like, I want to talk to you in 20 years when you're the senior vice president of Caesars Entertainment, and I'm looking for a Bellman job. And, 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 and don't forget this interview, Ronnie Winklevoss. Oh, absolutely not. And I appreciate your time and uh, having me on today. Don't forget, you can catch us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts. It's ESPN Radio 101.7, the team. Ronnie Winklevoss was our guest. Take care, sir. All right. Have a good day. Uh, Can I give a shout-out real quick? Please do. Yeah, shout-out to all my friends at home at uh, Delaware County that are still contacting me today to see how my journey's going. And remember, it's Bill Algeo Moneyline next week. And also, remember this. Make sure when I'll send this, I'll send this uh, episode to you. It's going to run live tomorrow, and then it'll be on Apple and Spotify. And send it to all your friends and say, "Hey, guess what? I was on ESPN Radio one hundred one point seven, the team." Awesome! Thank you so much for your time again. All right, Rowdy Winklevoss, take care. You're listening to Mike Adams two on ESPN Radio one hundred one point seven, the team. Let's get back to Mike Adams 2.0 on ESPN Radio 1017 The Team, presented by El Mesquite Market, bringing cultures together. Great show today. Sam Hauser at the top. He does an incredible job. Ronnie Winklevoss, what a great interview that was, Sal. 
And I want to thank Sal behind the glass. We're hitting up on our 80th episode. Sal, I have to confirm, did anybody call in and want to debate? Okay, good. That's a good answer to know. And, you know, go to the Instagram, Mike Adams 2.0. We'll put up a subject matter and we'll go from there. 80 episodes soon, Sal. That should be, I don't know if it's cake deserving. It might be cupcake deserving, right? I think that's fair. 80 should be a cupcake. 100 should be a cake. 1,000, I should get a watch. 5,000, maybe a car. 25,000 episodes, then, you know, hopefully, um, you know, whatever you'd like to give at that point. But I want to thank Joe Neal, the president. I want to thank Alyssa Ryan, Preston, John Michael. Don't forget Spotify and Apple Podcasts. You can download them. Great guest list today. Look out in the future. More guests to come. Mike Adams, Mike Adams 2.0 on ESPN Radio 101.7, the team. Thanks for joining us for Mike Adams 2.0, presented by El Mesquite Market, bringing cultures together. Join us again next Saturday, 9 to 10, on your New Mexico-owned and operated station, ESPN Radio 101.7, the team.